Well, hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Logistics Executive TV and our leadership series. And I'm joined today by a gentleman who wears a number of hats. He is currently the uh, Global Vice President for Quality, Safety and Sustainability at a company called New Coal. Uh, he is the chairman of the Refrigerated Warehouse and Transport Association of Australia, and he's a board member of the World Food Logistics Organisations, uh, which is part of the GCCA in the US. My pleasure to introduce Graham Harvey. Hey, Graham, how are you doing? Very well, Kim, and thank you very much for the opportunity to uh, chat with you today. Much, much appreciated. Thanks for joining us in uh, sunny, where are you today? Australia somewhere. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm based in Melbourne, so uh, it is it is sunny, and we've got the Australian Open on at the moment, so we're having uh, very good weather for it. Excellent, of course you have. Yeah, and just about down to the finals. So, um, Graham, thanks for thanks for taking the time to uh, come on the show. Maybe you could start by letting us know a little bit about New Cold. I think New Cold's uh, certainly one of the largest cold chain uh, companies in the world, based out of Europe originally. Yeah. Yeah, it's based uh, based out of the Netherlands. Uh, our head office uh, is in uh, in Breda in in the Netherlands. Um, we're refrigerated uh, global uh, warehousing and um, and transport company. Um, been operating now as New Cold for just over ten years. We we had our ten year um, celebration uh, a few months ago. Um, look, we're a rapidly expanding company. We're using state of the art. Um, automation and and facilities and um, yeah very very rapid growth and uh, very exciting time to uh, to be in New Coal. Brilliant and uh, you and I bumped into each other last uh, year at the RWTA Refrigerated Warehouse and Transport Association conference in Sydney. Uh, you're the chairman of that organisation. Tell us a little bit about the RWTA. Yeah, look, um, I was uh, had. The pleasure of being um, elected as chairman at our, our board meeting last August, which which was uh, just uh, just before the conference, so um, you know it was a, a great honour to uh, to accept that role. Um, look, we we represent um, the refrigerated warehouse and transport companies in Australia, um, we're the preeminent uh, cold chain association, and um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's an excellent organisation where where members can um, you know deal with industry issues and uh, and network and um, yeah we've we've been uh, um, rapidly growing and very successful in in the last few years and and the conference you referred to was uh, was an excellent uh, event last uh, last August. And you're part of the uh, you're affiliated with the J G C A um, yep. and that's uh, based out of the US. Yeah, look, um, you know, they're they're our major um, affiliation that that we have, and and the global cold chain alliance, um, and the RWTA have, have been together for uh, for a number of years. Um, it's great to be part of a global organisation. We, you know, have have their um, resources at hand, and and we can you know network and and. Uh, you know, go to their conferences and, and other events, which, um, you know, are, are very good events around the world. So um, really, uh, really proud to be and, and happy to be part uh, of their uh, their association. They come up with an amazing amount of data and, uh, and information uh, on, on the industry globally, as I recall from that conference. So it was, it was very insightful. Graham, I want to talk to you today uh, about the cold chain sector, 
both from Australia and a global perspective, some of the big issues at the moment. I mean, the cold chain is an absolutely essential part of the of the worldwide uh, global uh, network of, uh, especially in regards to well, you've got pharmaceutical, but uh, your organisation is more concerned with uh, food and food security. Um, tell us about the current scenario in Australia. We had a lot of disruptions. Um, Australia is, is a big country, 25, 26 million people, but a long way away from uh, a lot of the hubs of the world. Uh, what's been happening in cold chain, and especially over the last two or three years with the disruption that's been occurring? Yeah, look, uh, I, I think we could spend a lot of time going into a lot of detail, but I mean, uh, we are um, an industry that's had a number of issues that have impacted us. Um, a lot of that is, um, is is the results of events happening around the world, but, um, you know, the impact of um, energy costs, the impact of um, labour shortages uh, in, in Australia have been quite significant, uh, particularly you know, during and, and post-COVID. Um, we've got natural disasters occurring. As I said, we've, we've got the global effects of, you know, inflation and, and geopolitical tensions happening uh, as well. So um, a lot of disruptions and, and a lot of issues that, that the uh, cold chain's dealing with uh, um, in Australia. And, and to be honest, I, I would say all cold chains around the world, um, when you look at labour issues and, and energy um, uh, you know, hurting and, and seeing some significant cost impacts. Sure. I want to come back to labour and, and staffing and, and retention and attraction in a minute. But, uh, I mean, over the last, say, six months or, or year or so, Australia, apart from two years ago, once in a generation fires that were held, that were happened across Australia, in the last three or four months, there have been catastrophic flooding, um, uh, virtual inland seas the size of some countries in Europe right across Australia. How has that affected the supply of, uh, of food and cold chain and transport, and particularly as part of the cold chain? Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, uh, you mentioned it at the start of uh, the discussion. I mean, the cold chain is is significant carrier of uh, children frozen um, food in in this country, and you know the the floods. I mean, the fires a few years ago. The the floods and have impacted road and and rail um, movements, which which just causes shortages and and disruptions. But it's not only in the final delivery; it's also in the supply of um, you know containers of of transport routes, and you know we lost the uh, the train line. Um, West of uh, of Melbourne with uh, with washouts and other things, you know the impact of of trains being out for for several days or weeks um, and to the natural flow of you know frozen goods across uh, the bottom of Australia is is something you can't uh, you know discount. It is it is very significant. So um, natural disasters are impacting, but it it's also going further down um, even you know into the producers of of food and um you know we deal with one of the potato companies and um you know the the weather we've had the effect of rain the effect of washouts has um de delayed um the crop and that's caused a shortage we're seeing supermarkets um limit supplies of um you know limit purchases of, of finished product um producers can't produce they can't get raw materials they they can't um 
you know, keep the supply chain in balance that, that they normally would. So, you know, these things will take months, um, sometimes a year when you look at seasonal crops to, uh, to uh, you know, go through the, uh, the supply chain and, and to be dealt with. So very significant impacts and, um, you know, the, the cold chain is right in the middle of a lot of those um, supply issues. Yeah, I was reading an article the other day that uh, potato, fries, potato fries are off the agenda on a number of restaurants in Australia. I suspect there's going to be a lot of imports taking place. Yes, look, there, there will be imports, um, but, you know, they come at a cost and it takes time and, you know, it's more uh, port movements and container movements and other things which, which are also uh, not quite in balance and, and, you know, we're seeing cost pressures in a number of those areas as well. So um, your ability to quickly get containerised goods and, and shipping um, organised, um, particularly with uh, with frozen, is, um, is is also an issue that, that a lot of people are dealing with at the moment. Uh, so, so Graham, we, we talked about um, labour and uh, staffing a bit earlier. Um, Logistics Executive Group has been recruiting in the cold chain space for over 20 years. And I, I must say from our various offices around the world, demand for talent uh, and specifically talent, exec the executive side and mid to senior management where we operate, uh, but also labour hire has been very, very high. I mean, over the last couple of years, I know your industry in particular has had real challenges uh, attracting and retaining uh, staff uh, in the industry. What can you tell us about those, those challenges? Yeah, look, I, I, I think, um, look, you see it everywhere. You go to a restaurant these days and, and people are having trouble uh, attracting staff and, and the cold chain is, um, is no different. Um, a number of people that I've spoken to are having trouble um, at all levels, I mean, you mentioned, you know, the senior management, mid-management and, and labour hire. Um, there's been a number of factors that have impacted and a lot of people blame COVID, but I think some of the signs of this were coming long before um, COVID hit. And, uh, you know, I, if I look at, you know, people these days and, and just from my own experience, um, people are very discerning about the days they want to work, the hours they want to work. When you when you run a seven day, twenty four hour business, um, there's a lot of people that that have other options not to uh, not to participate in in those sort of rosters. Um, I think you know Im immigration and and some of the transient workers uh, have been impacted certainly by COVID and their ability to you know. Um, come into the country and that's something that, that we need to, to look at. But the, to, to me, there's a real skills shortage as well. And, and you know, if we look at trades areas, um, the, there is just an acute shortage of people that you can employ to do, you know, fundamental um, electrical, mechanical and, and other work in, in those areas. And, you know, you're finding pressures on, um, you know, wages uh, from inflation and everything else, and then you're seeing a shortage where you have to be ultra competitive to to attract people, and then even more um, competitive to attract people to to shift work or or uh, weekend work. So, a number of issues that that sit there, um, and yeah, it's it's our industry and and a number of others, but it's uh, it's something that certainly. 
um, our members are, are really finding difficult uh, at the moment. Yeah, I suppose it's all about innovation and uh, highlighting uh, various aspects of the industry that are attractive because uh, you do have uh, a range of uh, different scenarios for, for working hours. So that shift work in particular may suit people. Um, so there's all of those factors to be taken into the account. And I'm, I'm sure the uh, marketing and HR people and the industry are working overtime and the competitive nature of the way it is. Absolutely. And then look, um, you know, I, I think as our industry um, moves to, to automation and certainly New Cold is uh, is a company that's, that's very much supporting that, um, you know, there's some pretty exciting things that are that are happening um, in the industry. It's it's not, um, you know, all about manual work or, or doing things. There's there's some pretty, um, you know, exciting aspects to, to what we do and and how things are organised. Um, you know, the digital age is is really, you know, providing um, a lot of technology and and a lot of skilled roles and um, and good roles. And I think. You know, if, if we market it correctly, people can have um, a career path in uh, in the cold chain and, and in logistics. It's, you know, it's something that's always there. Um, I know in COVID times it was um, absolutely critical and important, and, and I think people will remember that for a long time. So, um, you know, we're not an industry that turned down when, uh, when the pandemic hit. Um, people are always going to eat. People are always going to require food they're always going to require distribution so um it's it's security and and i think some uh, you know exciting prospects there if uh, if we can market it correctly well graham that's fantastic thanks for sharing your insights with us but from an australian in a in a global perspective um i always like to have our guests leave us with some insight uh in terms of um the industry itself and that maybe in your case you could let us know what you think the best way for people to, to join the industry would be if they're interested in changing industries, they want to join a vibrant, expanding industry, as you say, the cold chain certainly is all of that. Um, what would be your recommendation for, for up-and-comers coming into the industry or uh, for people wanting to change mid-career uh, mid to come into cold chain? What would be the best way for them to find out more and enter the industry? Look, I, I think... Um you know, there's a there's a number of organisations, um, major global organisations that that are actively recruiting out there, and uh, I, I think initially, you know, contact people um, in those industries and uh, and the type of roles that that you're looking for, and I mean these days it's it's everything from, you know, sales roles and customer service to you know inventory management to trade areas to you know, logistics, uh, planning, I mean, you, you name it, there are aspects right throughout the industry where, where people um, can can be involved. Uh, I think there's a number of institutions now that are offering um, courses in logistics and, and supply chain specialisation. So, you know, people early on in their careers can, um, you know, do study in, in those things. But I think organisations will also now, um, you know, look to skill people and support their um, skill acquisition and, and training and education. Um, you know, there's a number of um, training facilities that um, that exist there. And, you know, whether it be in, in transport, you know, truck driving, forklift driving, sure. um, other areas, um, there's always um, the opportunity to, to improve um, 
you know, your, your, your skill base. And I think, you know, as a, an association, we're, we're also, you know, promoting leadership. We, um, we off, offer, uh, you know, the, the Frank Vale Award as part of the um, RWTA, and, and that's looking at emerging leaders and, and um, you know, giving them opportunities and, and exposure. So um, the association is, is pushing that, I'm sure, you know, refrigeration, uh, warehousing and transport companies in the industry would be very keen to hear from anybody who, uh, you know, has a desire to uh, to work in the cold chain. It's um, certainly uh, a, a very important and, uh, and uh, growing industry. Graham Harvey, Global Vice President, Quality, uh, Safety and Sustainability at New Cold and Chairman of the RWTA in Australia. Thanks for coming on the show. Been great to uh, to see you again, Graham, and uh, we look forward to staying in touch with the events around the cold chain industry. Thank you, Kim, and uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks so much, and thanks everybody for joining us on Logistics Executive TV.